0: Hey everyone, welcome to Expansion Cast. Expansion Cast is a magical podcast I created so people could find simple or unconventional solutions to expand their personal awareness and experience. This podcast is dedicated towards revealing people's divine truth and how that divine truth works its way out into the world, one by one, helping liberate each of us on our personal path to freedom. If you love this podcast, please give us a rating and share. Expansion Cast is live once again. And here I am, Roger, your host, with Lily Morley. Now, Lily and I are going to talk about something that some of you might feel squirmish about, but that's okay. This is Expansion Cast. And uh, I like to talk about the, the squirmy things in life. So today we're talking about prostates and the importance of prostate massage and the benefits of prostate massage and whatever else comes up with that. And yeah, I think it's going to be uh, a fantastic podcast for you to tune into. So welcome, Lily.
1: Thank you, Roger. Thanks for asking me on the show. I've never been live on Facebook.
0: Well, here you are, first time, here we perfect.
1: Are. In at the deep end. Richard. In at the well, deep end.
0: We we both had first times recently, hey.
1: We have. I'm a lot of people's first times.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. True.
1: And uh, for lots of things, and uh, I'm quite happy to take that role on for lots of people. And I I don't like the phrase I'm honoured and blessed. But mm-hmm. I am honoured and blessed and good that I can guide people through their first time with things that um, they come to me for. So,
0: <laughs> so um, let, let everybody know who you are and not not just the uh, facade of who you are, but like who you really are at your core. I, like what makes you tick?
1: Well, uh, I'm just a chick from England. I came mm-hmm. over, I moved to <laughs> I moved to uh, Lethbridge, in Canada, 13 years ago with my family. I'm a mum. I've got three awesome kids. Uh, they're great. They're good. We're good friends. So that's uh, that's a good start in life. If you're good friends with your parents, and uh, we have a we have a great relationship. Um, I'm a musician. I play uh, the bass guitar and the double bass and piano, and I sing. I play in a couple of bands. Uh, music is a massive part of my life music and massage and mothering that's basically what i do <laughs> I, since COVID, um i really had to my life's changed completely and uh i just focus on those three things being a good mum, providing for my kids working doing the prostate massage obviously we're going to talk about that and music so i'm basically if you text me i'm doing one of those things
0: <laughs> right. So yeah. one of the interesting, uh, um, like I talked to Lily about prostate massage probably about a year ago, hey, and just was, you interesting like,
1: I think it was like April, or possibly yeah. The end of May.
0: Yeah, and I remember us. Uh, it was an interesting conversation, and um, you know, for some people around the, the, the table, it seemed a bit edgy. But for me, I'm like I kind of like edgy conversations, but. Um, so I really thought it was interesting some of the things you were saying about uh, the numbers of prostate massage and how things change for for the man and his PSA numbers after a massage. And so I kind of did my own personal little bit of exploration, and I bought a prostate massager and did that myself and experienced that. Um, and then I. Also has a machine called a Healy and I did a prostate um, frequency massage. I um, oh, experienced that. Tell
1: me about that, Roger. I'm this is new to me. I don't even know what what that machine so, is.
0: Yeah, the Healy is just is a uh, it's a new machine, not even legal in Canada yet for sale, but I got it out of the US and it um, sends out frequencies. Uh, you can wear the cables or you can actually just have the machine sitting on the table in front of you or wherever and uh, it has a whole list of frequencies and it sends them out to the body to help the body come into a state of resonance so um, yeah it's interesting so and then last week i saw lily and had an actual prostate massage from a human so I've experienced three of, you know, the uh, prostate massage types, Methods? <laughs> I guess, maybe. I don't know. Methods, yeah.
1: Methods, maybe. Um,
0: yeah, and they all have their own benefits and different experiences for sure. So I guess people are probably wondering, well, why are you doing all this? Uh, why are you exploring this avenue? And I think, Lily, you can explain that a bit.
1: Why are you exploring it, or why should people?
0: Why why should why should man explore that?
1: Well, um, I think the prostate and its health. In the last uh, decade or so, we with the uh, with those big campaigns with like Movember, like when the guys draw a moustache. You know, they grow their facial tash there. So prostate um, conditions and. Uh, disease have prostate cancer mostly has been brought out into the public eye and you know people see that blue ribbon we have got pink for breast cancer and blue ribbon for prostate cancer so the prostate has become a little bit more um people are aware of the prostate a little bit more now because of those campaigns um and but people don't well, we're not really sure how to, uh, how to bring about healing in that. Um, so we're asked to give money for research, you know, grow, grow a moustache for a month, raise money for research. And all the research that is done with using that money is uh, basically pharmaceuticals um, and more modern techniques, either like uh, surgeries or pharmaceuticals to treat the prostate problems with my experience with prostate massage uh and then my personal experience and then my uh, like research into it i found that there are much less uh there's more natural ways to go about healing the prostate rather than pharmaceuticals Mm -hmm. and with like with anything uh when you when it's when a person's ill it's dis-ease you know the body there's disease diseases disease it's it's not working properly and for what i experience and what i've read about is that through prostate massage we can ward off this disease by bringing about natural healing and if if we can allow the prostate and the person to be us in a we encourage the healing like a, uh, like an organic, slow healing, uh, increasing healing rather than just, uh, drugs that will stop those symptoms. So it, with prostate massage, what we're doing is what happens is that you're, we're allowing the blood to flow, the energy to flow and to encourage a place, an environment where healing can begin. And it's not a quick thing though. Like, uh, prostate massage the benefits aren't usually instant like it takes it takes a it takes repeated prostate massage to like encourage this healing uh for the body to start healing itself you know some of the some of the um prostate conditions that i deal with with my clients um some of those conditions may have taken many months many years some like Many years to manifest and to show their symptoms. Like the the three main, well, there's kind of four main main things that I uh, like treat or uh, encounter is a uh, an enlarged prostate. Well, mm-hmm. that can take twenty years before that can take twenty years to start showing symptoms. Pro, uh, prostatitis, which is an inflammation of the prostate, there's a there's a few reasons uh, there's a few subtypes, but those things. Unless it's an infection, it's a chronic disease. So they take many months and years to um, take a little while to, to see the healing, uh, you know, to, to see the benefits of the, healing, the process of the healing. Then there's the prostate cancer. Um, this is edgy. This, uh, many people will say the prostate can't be massaged if you've got cancer. So uh, I don't do that. If I know a person has got prostate cancer, I won't massage their prostate mm-hmm. unless this is a big unless unless their doctor or urologist have said, given them the go ahead, it would only ever be. It's got four stages and it would only be in the first stage that I would be comfortable massaging the prostate when that the, when it's on a very cellular level in you know one part of the prostate there's no tumors to like knock off. Like I understand why people, but in the early stages, if a urologist has given the thumbs up, (laughs) um, then I'm in agreement. And so, and then the other thing that I treat majorly, so enlarged prostate, prostatitis, prostate cancer, only with the agreement with the uh, urologist or doctor is uh, libido low libido with a uh, oh and, and ed erectile dysfunction so i guess there's five mm-hmm. things most of my most of my clients a good chunk are men who have problems with ed with whichever whether they can't get an erection at all whether um things don't work whether uh a, something that i do get great results with actually is painful Painful ejaculation, so when a man ejaculates and there's pain or pain on arousal, prostate massage, I don't know anyone that I've not helped that has helped every time. it's just blockages in the prostate so uh yeah, I forget what you asked me <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's all right that's all right um, so l- summing up what are what are the five things just
1: so let's just start with the prostate cancer but that's got a big warning red flag so that is something right. that really would and a doctor's not going to send there is no possible way a doctor will tell someone to come and see me no way right. they will i'm not licensed but i'm if prostate massage is something that they are they are able to uh look explore when, when the doctors say so then i'm happy to see them. So prostate cancer with red flag, enlarged prostate. Right. Uh, the so that would be people know that as BPH, benign mm-hmm. static hyperplasia. So benign meaning non-cancerous right. uh, meaning growth. So prostate cancer, BPH, prostatitis, which is inflamed. Mm-hmm. Uh, ED. Yeah. So any, anything to do with erection. Pain on erection, pain on ejaculation, and then sexual libido. Um, that's uh, people see great results in their changes in in their desire for sexual activity. So cool. those are the- okay.
0: So the top five things. Now it's interesting. Um, I just had a fifty. I'm fifty. Turned fifty this year, and or actually last late last year, and I went to my doctor for a checkup. And he said, I do not recommend checking the prostate. I said, oh, that's interesting. And he goes, well, he goes, there's a lot of studies that if if there is cancer, that the it's one in five chance that you'll beat it. And that one in five chance, he said, is basically hell on earth. It's a horrible, horrible um, um, ordeal. And he said that, and if you're not going to make it through it, it's, it's even worse. So it's a terrible ordeal. And I don't know what to believe in that. But then I said to him, I says, what do you think about prostate massage? He's like, well, there's no proof that that, that does anything. And I'm like, why do we massage all other parts of the body then? If they're in disease or in dis-ease. Looked at me and he was like, oh, <laughs> he had nothing else to say, but isn't it interesting? And that, but but he did go on to say that it's even if it was like a good thing to do, like the massage is a good thing to do, it's really difficult for him to have that conversation with people because so many people are not ready to hear the word prostate and actually talk about it because they get so uncomfortable because it's because of the location.
1: That's, right? and, That's the main problem. If the prostate was uh, on the back of the knees, I think most people would just massage the back of the knees. They'd massage the (laughs) Um, uh, The medical world suggests to women one of the best ways to keep uh, our breasts and our ducts free and clear and flowing. When we take our breasts once a month, hey, let's massage them once a month. When we're in the shower, massage our breasts. Keep those ducts unblocked. Encourage blood flow. The the breast and the prostate are extremely similar in how they're made up, and and the issues them, is blockages of the ducts. Uh, you get uh, infections in the in the um, uh, you know are you getting infection in there? You get breast, uh, breast cancer. And it's the same with the prostate. It's it's very similar. We've got these ducts that fill up that need to remain clear. And massage, mm-hmm. pretty simple way to keep those those ducts, those, that's called acini, A-C-I-N-I. Acini is the real name, the medical name for the ducts. The acini get blocked up, you massage it, blood flow, unblocked, we're good to go. We just keep it, with the massage, we're just keeping things flowing. Like on a medical point, from like a, uh, From a very like physical point of view, the massage all we're doing is uh, manipulating it, unblocking it, and then to allow the flow. Um, Look at it through the the like the Asian uh, Eastern cultures. We're just bringing life, you know, we're bringing the chi back into. We're energizing that area to encourage healing. So, I don't talk about the uh, the kind of the Eastern approach too much because. Um, I, I touch on it, but I think the people who are interested in the Eastern thing, they'll, they'll catch on with that idea with the chakras. Um, I think that goes a little bit too deep for many people. So I try and keep things simple. You've got blockages, you massage them, you encourage flow, you encourage healing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It's in every one of our energy bodies or auric bodies like you know it's we encourage flow in our chakras yeah you're right and 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 the body i mean every part of my body you know if i'm if i'm not feeling flow i goes for a massage or i massage it but generally if somebody else massages it works much better um before
1: we move on can i just talk about psa okay because this. The turning point for me. Um, so PSA is uh, a <coughs> short for prostate specific antigen. It's a it's um, created in the prostate, and the numbers you get. This is the PSA test that men are su- suggested to do at the about the age of forty five. If um, so, it's just a blood test. If the PSA levels are uh, near to four or above four. They warrant an investigation. Now there are reasons because it could be a sign of cancer. So, so this this is this is like a this is one of the tests that they do. Now, um, I had two clients about two years ago tell me that their PSA had gone down since they started to see me. I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, oh, awesome. Didn't really know. I hadn't done too much research into it. And then I had a um, a client here in Lethbridge, or just outside Lethbridge, and he had, uh, he'd been diagnosed with prostate cancer, very early stages, and his, uh, his medical team, he'd asked whether prostate massage was something that he could look into. His PSA, I think was, I'm, I'm thinking it was 6.9, it was high enough that it was, prostate cancer after a biopsy he got he got checked um and it took him probably I think he said 18 months I, that might be wrong but he, it took him many months to find someone to do this mm-hmm. I was massaging him I was just his massage I I did massage regular massage on him and one day he said Lily do you know anyone I does prostate massage and so I'd kept well he'd struck gold because <laughs> I was his massage therapist, you know, kind of like I knew him, quasi friend, like someone I knew. And he shared with me, said, "I'm trying to find someone to do prostate massage. I've got prostate cancer, very early levels. His doctor, else will take you before the prostate cancer will." So it was, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't aggressive. So anyway, we did it. We did a court. We did six prostate massages, one a week for six weeks. Before the pandemic started. So, and then I didn't see him for his reasons and then the lockdown, I didn't see him. But he he told me, he, he let me know that his PSA test after these six series of six massages, his PSA level had dropped. He didn't, he's like, oh, well, that's cool. Now this guy smokes, drinks, it's not super healthy, doesn't really exercise. So he thought, well, that's cool. That's uh, interesting. Six months later, no extra prostate massages because of the lockdown. His second PSA test went lower again. So Mm -hmm. 4.9. So his his, uh, medical team said, well, something's happening. And it was at that point that uh, my client uh, uh, shared with his doctors that that his that he'd had these prostate massages, and he could only put it down to that. You know, I think I think all of this warrants more investigation. When we've got specific black and white numbers um, that are measurable, um, I think it would be a great thing to see some uh, proper peer-reviewed, well uh, thought-out studies, and it it wouldn't be difficult. Like, it's, this is not a difficult thing? This is not pharmaceuticals. It's just your hand, you know. It's it's just a. <laughs> 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 um, it's a simple thing. It, it's like free. So we don't know that the studies aren't going to happen. Like I know that I'm I'm, smashing my head against a brick wall, thinking that any studies are going to happen, but. So I'm just going to plod on, do what I do and keep helping people because the, the all those things that I, all those five main things, the prostate massage helps, sees you, every client sees improvement with exception mm-hmm. to one client. The only one that I don't see any improvement in is um, someone who comes to me with ED, with, they can't get erect because they're on, like they're newly they're on strong um, antidepressants, mm, so when, yeah. when they—I uh, can't fight prostate massage. However good it is, it's not going to beat an antidepressant where the is too it's too strong. So that's the only that's the only time I know that I can't help someone that it's not going to help.
0: Yeah, well, I and mean, the antidepressant has nothing to do with the prostate. I don't believe anyway. It's probably more of a mental block and
1: mm-hmm. nervous yeah. system. I'm thinking. Like I not Energetic know. system,
0: don't yeah. Know. So, um, yeah, my experience, um, I don't know if I've seen any benefits, but I've been, you know, I've had uh, two previous uh, experiences. And Maybe I should I should have waited and had this first and then the other ones. But um, I know the uh, – I. sorry, I can't say I didn't have a benefit. In the process, I had a benefit, and the big benefit was um, a um, – was you were doing some work, um, which is like you're pushing on pressure points and releasing the, the energy, the armor. So it's, it's like pushing on these armor points. And uh, that was a huge benefit for me. Um, and I know you were just doing that intuitively, which was remarkable. And um, yeah, if anything, that was like, that's all I ever came back for, I would totally just do it for, for those pressure points. And that was for me, yeah, it moved a lot of energy and I had some stuck stuff in there. And um, and then the end, um, it was like a bit edgy, like doing the manual release, <laughs> that was pushing an edge for me. <laughs> what? My man you <laughs> no but yeah that was a bit of a, a bit of an edge for me so good there um as far as the actual prostate massage I don't like I don't think it actually benefited me because I think my prostate's pretty healthy as it is. Um yep. so I don't yeah I you work on your
1: your 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 work with meditation and tantra like you provide a lot of healing to yourself. So I would have been surprised if there was anything wrong with your prostate anyway, actually, because you do so much work on your chakras. So uh, I think Mm -hmm. it's important, I just want to add in here uh, to your viewers or listeners is that I'm not a doctor. My history is not at all medical. I'd have no training in massage. Um, So I'm not someone that someone can come and get personal advice for like from, I'm not, uh, I can't give personal case by case diagnosis or, or, you know, I can't prescribe anything. So I'm coming from a very, um, intuitive energy, energy work, body work. So, um, and I'm not saying that I'm medically trained or I don't know it all. I just know what I know. I do what I do. And for some people that's healing. Um, so, Yeah, so it's it's important that people don't think that I'm my uh, that I'm a doctor or expecting, uh, you know, to be treated like a doctor, you know, my code of ethics, as far as like discretion is concerned, like I wouldn't share with anyone, anyone's, uh, you know, information or anything. So that's the same. But, um, you know, I'm in my studio, really not a clinic office. And I don't think of my work as a, a practice. So yeah. that's quite important to so just I just
0: wanted to add that in there. Well, I think that's important in some ways. Um, I, I feel that <clears throat> there's a whole lot of limitation around what people do and what they don't do in, in in your in the course of working with other people in these taboo realms. And but but you know the thing is is that if People like you aren't doing what you're doing. When's it going to happen? Like, who's going to do this stuff? Who's going to be breaking through these unknowns? Um, I mean, how how did a doctor become a doctor? I mean, like, the Earth wasn't created with doctors, not in no, the sense that we have today. I mean, no. it was people using intuition, um, researching. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, to yeah. find methods to help people heal. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got we got real shamans out there that still do a lot of that stuff. Um. I mean, right now we have a lot of pseudo shamans, but um, but <laughs> we do have a lot of healers out in the world that are doing really good work. And you know the the current medical paradigm is picking up on that stuff i mean if we get mm-hmm. like a and the work with depression um yeah i mean that stuff's been around for eons and you know the medical science is just starting to catch on
1: yeah so, Prost- so prostate that. massage there's a text ancient text like but dating back to like the fourth century it could be the fourth century bc but i'll err on the the AD, um, where they mention prostate, the prostate massage, um, and its uh, prevalence in the Eastern world, uh, in the Eastern cultures, is quite large. Uh, the The men, so this is this is a nice context of like a setting is that like noble noble people who would have had multiple wives. So they had their second. doctor just, they had you their just
0: recovery. froze for a second. you just froze for a second. Can you go back
1: oh, okay. up like ten seconds? So, yes <laughs> sure <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> uh, like there are there were kings kings and leaders in Asia who would have they had the multiple wives and they were expected to uh Make you know look after all their multiple wives, and the way they made sure that happened was they had their own prostate massage doctor, or a doctor who was you know that was their main their main role was to make sure that the man could make you know satisfy uh, all their wives. Uh, so with the with the massage, it kept the functioning, it kept the physical functioning going down there but it also mm-hmm. increases his libido, so he would want to look after all his wives. So uh, that's the Eastern bit. Um,
0: yeah, that's pretty All of these prostate
1: problems. That... Yeah. Did you not know that? No. <laughs> no. It's kind of cool thinking that if... You see, like, why would a man not want to be in his prime sexually? In the prime, like, why wouldn't a man want his bits to work to function, to be free of like mischief down there. Like, I would want that. If I had a prostate, I would want to be making sure it was in its tip top, tip top condition. And unless you're eating organic, unless you're eating organic food, you're doing specific exercises, and you're getting um, healthy, and you've got a very active, healthy sex life, if you've not got organic food, Excellent exercises and a regular, um health uh, sex life, then you need prostate massage. That's what I think.
0: So you just said something. Um, if you had one, but you do have a prostate.
1: I do. Every so well, not so much a prostate. So uh, in the <laughs> in when a baby's growing, like when a, when a baby's in the womb before it's a baby, when it's an embryo, um, the body collects all the nerves. I'm pretty sure on this, like someone can, I'd be happy to be stood corrected on this, but I read last year during the lockdown, I read that in the embryo, um, before the embryo is sexed to male or female, all the the nerves and all, all the nerves for the prostate and all like the workings, for the prostate in this embryo are already in place before the sexing of the embryo, uh, the fetus, I guess, sorry. Then at the point where that fetus is sexed male, all those nerve endings become the prostate and then it becomes the prostate. If that uh, fetus is female, it becomes the skein's gland, which Mm -hmm. would, what we would know as the woman's G-spot so right. it so the prostate and the Skene's gland in women the g-spot and the prostate are the same thing but it mm-hmm. was just at the point of you know development in the womb that one becomes a prostate and one becomes the um the woman's g-spot so yes i do there's not too much disease it's pretty rare to have any problems with the with the the Skene's gland for women it's not um Pretty much just does what it does. There's not too much.
0: <laughs> well, I, I mean, I mean, it's probably more common that the woman is having a massage, though.
1: There, during.
0: Yeah. Yeah. During during normal penetration, you know, at times. Normal
1: so. penetration. So this is where lots of women might not like me. <laughs> oh well, nothing's new. <laughs> nothing's new about that. So, with, uh, I mean, we have touched on the fact that the prostate, actually, we haven't touched on the fact that the prostate is an erogenous zone too much. In fact, have we we no, yet? No, we haven't. So, um, the prostate has a huge amount of nerve endings and is a very, very uh, significant mm-hmm. erogenous zone in a man. Um, I don't talk about too much about that, because there's lots about the fact that the prostate's that online and in books and things but um so if if a ma- or if the partner of someone if a partner of a woman doesn't attend to the lady's g spot or the you know the woman's g spot um ever they ignore it even though they know full well that the g spot is a, an erogenous zone as something a very uh, integral part of a woman's pleasure if a man generally man if the partner doesn't attend to the g spot either with fingers or um his uh penis um lots of people would consider that a bit of a lousy lover someone who was not caring for their partner's pleasure this is why people hate me because i just say it how it is or at least say how i think it is maybe it's not right so when the partner of the, the man so i'm just using man and woman here but we know that Mm -hmm. trans women have prostates people identify you know i'm just keeping it simple so if a man doesn't attend to the woman's g-spot he's a lousy lover or not very attentive now once a woman finds out that a prostate is a massive erogenous stone on their partner and if that partner asks for the lady for the partner to um, massage that prostate in a sexual setting, talking in their private in their private bedroom, and that woman refuses because she doesn't want to go there because that's gross, that's upper bum, or it's gay, he must be gay. He wants his prostate massaged. Shame on that lady. Shame on that woman. That man, their partner, has got to a point where he knows that this is something that he might want to explore in their in their in their relationship. He's plucked up the courage, you know. Maybe he's explored it on his own and then wants to bring, you know, his girlfriend or wife into this to be part of it, because it's it's profound. It's like a profound new ex like area of the his sexuality. If she then says no, because you know, those things is gross, don't want to do that. It's pretty sad that that that's the barrier that that's their reason because I know full well that he would do the same thing if she asked can you do this for me I'm pretty sure that most men would say "Hmm, sure what do we do so you know that, that the gay thing and the poop thing are the things that uh stop men and couples from exploring um prostate stimulation in the bedroom which is a shame so, because I think it's it's a very connecting thing for two people. It can bring about a lot of, you know, energy and intimacy, and it's another whole level of intimacy between a couple. So right. you know,
0: that's never a you know, bad thing. It's not a bad thing, and one of the things I think that is coming here is that if if a if a man all of a sudden has this desire to have that penetration to have that. Massage that somewhere intuitively, maybe he knows you know, there's part of, part of one's essence that knows that it needs a massage, that it needs that stimulation to return to health.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, so I, I think, mean, I think it's you know, sexual healing, healing is sexual healing. No, there's nothing shameful about this, not at all. Mm-hmm. So, uh, evolution has made it so that sex feels good to us humans so that so we can't ignore we can't ignore uh of great pleasure as something that you know we don't we shouldn't be shying away from that we should be walking towards it so um the main stimulation that a man can get and this is so when men have when uh sex is quite vigorous and like hard and there's a lot of impact that can feel quite often that's the that's the most pleasurable that it can be for you know it for sexual intercourse itself that hard i call it poundy poundy sex so that hard mm-hmm. poundy poundy sex provides impact and stimulation to the prostate because Nature needs that prostate to be massaged. It needs to have that impact to dislodge any blockages. That's why you'll see, um, that's why uh, people who are, do have a healthy sex life. They're not, uh, in general, they don't have as many uh, prostate issues. But there's a difference between ejaculation via sexual intercourse and ejaculation via, via masturbation. They are two very different things uh the masturbation does not provide enough impact to penetrate the, the like the physical doesn't impact the prostate the same whereas sexual intercourse there's that banging basically you know that's what it's called isn't it you know a good banging is good for the prostate it's not the same mm-hmm. as masturbation so um <clears throat> yeah there's I just want to bring this up and we live in we live in southern Alberta uh I've got, there's lots on my, on my website and blog and Facebook and Instagram about a study that have been taking place. One study that I read, and I'm only just going to say this, I'm not going to comment on it, but the prostate, the rate, prevalence of prostate cancer in Utah is way above average. So I'm not going to say any more of that, any more from that. (laughs) So the prostate, they come back when they're spoken about. You know, people in Utah say, well, they explain the the fact that there's so much prostate cancer because they do so much screening. I don't believe that. I've got other I've got other opinions on why prostate cancer and prostate issues is so high in Utah. Uh, mm-hmm. Next question, Roger.
0: Would would that be because of the shaming?
1: <laughs> because the shame
0: is- <laughs> that's all you have to say you don't you don't have to say yeah. where the shame comes from or the roots of the shame no. but it's all shame yeah. right so yeah what's my next question um what's the strangest um what's the strangest thing that's happened in any of your um prostate massage events that you can share
1: strangest or profound
0: uh, I like both questions, so we can do both
1: <laughs> mm. uh, okay so well profound um, so I had a client come to me he'd not had an erection for two years. He was healthy, he ate well, he exercised um, he came to me and uh had heard about. He'd, he'd looked it up. You know, I'm. I'm quite. I have a fairly um, prolific online. Uh, like a, I have a. I have an online uh, profile mm-hmm. out there. So I, I'm not shy about what I do. I'm proud of what I do, and I want people to talk about it. So, you know. So anyway, this man had uh, had found me. He'd not had an erection. He'd not had sex with his wife for two years. He came to me. We did a uh, prostate massage one week. There was nothing going on down there. Like, there was there was no reaction, um, not at all. And he, you know, he felt. I think he thought maybe he'd be cured by one massage. I was like, hey, buddy, like, you got to this point two years ago. Something is taking a bit of time. So give it time. Give it time. It's an investment. This, is you know, you invest in a whatever. Uh, this isn't much of an investment financially. Uh, so anyway, he 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 didn't want to wait a month. He said, "Can I see you next? Can I see you this week?" I said, "Sure, come tomorrow." He came came the next day. Uh, came he came by. We did the prostate massage, and uh, uh, my mum doesn't want to hear this. <laughs> I know that uh, she's not listening to it. so I was (laughs) I was uh giving him a prostate massage and when you touch the when I feel the prostate like I can feel what's going on down there I can tell what level of uh arousal a man is in by what the prostate feels like it goes like I when I first like touch the prostate it's kind of blobby gluey and then as I massage it and I have a certain way I do that um as i massage that um i there, there's there's profound change in it so lots of people don't realize this but the prostate is very has the same makeup tissue makeup as the penis so on arousal more blood comes in and tighter it gets that's you know prostate and the, the penis are very similar like that so this man probably only 7 minutes in i spend about maybe 10 minutes massaging the prostate depending on you know depending on Various things. Um, And about seven minutes in, he said, Oh, something's happening. And he'd never felt this before. And I said, Is everything all right? Is it painful? He said, No. I carried on. And so he ejaculated without orgasm by me just massaging his prostate. So people would call this a like a drainage. So you you massage the prostate enough for long enough that it kind of just expels everything out of it, like on demand without the, like the the orgasm bit. So uh, that was, uh, he'd not seen, he'd never experienced that before. You know, usually when a man ejaculates, it's in combination with an orgasm. This mm. was a, a good ejaculation <laughs> as far as volume goes. And <laughs> <laughs> uh it was it was like he'd never seen it i'd never seen anything like that so that was his second time come to see me so something must have happened from his first trip because the next one like that day um he he was able to get an erection uh, mm-hmm. afterwards i continued because i hadn't actually finished the got an erection like he was looking at me like um so I'm getting hard, even though that I've just ejaculated. I said, well, you know, this is it. They're not the same thing. One's an expelling something. The other one's like the mental thing and the stimulation. Um, anyway, we finished. And I said, how was that? You know, describe that erection to me. He said, well, I've not had an erection for two years. So uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> I said, do you think you could have had sex with your wife? He said, uh, I would have had sex. He probably wouldn't have lasted very long, but he would have been able to actually have sex with his wife. He said that was like more erect, more aroused than he'd been in you know, two years. So that's the most profound, I think, as far as time-wise. Like that's good results very quickly. I don't actually yeah. think I've had too many strange things. Like I can't, I'm, I wish I could think of something strange for you, but.
0: Well, I want to add to this. I want to add to your story, too, because I I, I feel like people might be thinking, well, the guy's been with his wife for a long time. Maybe the energy isn't there anymore. You know, the passion, blah, blah, blah. And maybe Lily has... uh, I think you're frozen, are you? Um, Yeah, you you froze up
1: there. Rewind. So...
0: So, so to recap, um, the... There could be a perception that... This fellow uh, with his wife—they've been together for years. Who knows how long? And maybe they've just lost all their that he did. You Why you can't get hard? So he comes to you, and maybe you have all the sexual energy, and that's what's happening. But I can assure you, from my experience, um, and and I believe you've even told me that you're asexual, and like I that's did not find. That's another whole
1: story. <laughs>
0: I, but but wait, I did not find. The process to be sensual in any way. I found it to be like kind of like being in a doctor's office, uh, a little bit maybe um, less relaxed. A doctor's hopefully. office, relaxed yep. uh, space, mm-hmm. a little bit chilly. Um, but I did not find anything sensual or sexual about it. And for me, it was it, it was actually a lot of concentration to actually do the final
1: release
0: yeah no, i wasn't even sure i could
1: yeah and i no pressure that's that's not expected uh th- the objective of the prostate mis- coming for a prostate massage is to increase blood flow to the prostate so that uh when i do touch it it's not painful like when you go to a doctor's office it's to massage it to dislodge any blockages in the ducts And then that last section, that last part, that is a very personal part to my clients. And that depends on their comfort level, their guilt, whether this is something that they can, um, the, the expelling of that. It needs to, I encourage my clients to ejaculate as soon as they are comfortable to do so. So, mm-hmm. most people, it's not something that can happen in my company. this I'm not an intimate partner. Um, so <laughs> this is not I'm not having anything to do with this. Usually, like the majority of the time i I leave the office or they go home. Um, mm-hmm. it's That's not part of it. this my the purpose is not for sexual gratification. It's for energizing the prostate and to ejaculate as soon as they can. You know, this is 2021. Alberta Health Services are not looking at me at all. They don't want nothing to do with me. So I'm going to provide a an experience with as much healing, with as much meaning for my clients as possible, without it being seedy, creepy, mm-hmm. um, questionable. And uh, I think at this, I'm glad your experience. Uh, wasn't sexual and sensual like I that's not the idea of what I do that I have mm-hmm. no intention of providing that um so I'm very glad that you felt that and it, I wasn't treating you any different Roger we've known each other for a decade and I've never treated you like differently to to my clients
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think that's this is the point where I want to this is very important um when a client calls me and i talk to them the first thing that i say to them is that do you have a sexual partner or you know a partner that you would should be having sex with and if they say yes i say ideally mr so and so i would be meeting with your wife to show her or your girlfriend to show her how to do this my ideal if i could like magically make everything how i want it is my clients would come to me and then i would say well i would bring your wife in bring your girlfriend in let me show her what to do and you go off now i've just lost an ongoing potentially an ongoing income but mm-hmm. for me educating the partners to look after take you know take care of their prostate the prostate in their life is so profound that I'll. I would never do a prostate massage again. Other than the partners, how to do it. Like I'm a. I say on my, you know, my um, website and Facebook and everything. I'm a mis- prostate massage proponent and practitioner. You know, I, my website's my uh, my what I offer is coaching. I want to coach couples and men how to do it themselves using the massages and things. But I did, and and I've even done group sessions as well. Where, where we do this in groups, we can't do that now, obviously for social distancing reasons, mm-hmm. but educating people to telling them, like saying, this is fine, you can do this, this is not taboo, you're not gay, even though there's no worries about being gay anyway, but the fact that you want to see the benefits in the bedroom and in the washroom and down there, in this, you know, the fact that you want to see the benefits of prostate massage in those areas, Um, is only a good thing it's about looking after yourself so if I can if I can coach couples and show them how to do this and say you know it's okay this is fine there's no shame in this Um, that would be great and I'll just see the people who don't have a partner I do honestly think of my job as uh, I'm just a surrogate finger you know (laughs) and I do a pretty good massage like I like massage I'm not an RMT, but I, I like working with bodies. I'm an like I've always done energy work. So, uh, you know, so that's important to me. The education Mm -hmm. part is like profound. I wouldn't be here outing myself, you know, taking on, taking on this position if I didn't think it was really important. Like I've had to, you know, my, all my family and friends know what I do. It's not an easy, this hasn't been an easy journey. It really hasn't been an easy journey. And, but for whatever negative feedback or comments or snideness or people talking behind my back, none of that matters as much as what I have to say was not even what I have to say is I'm reading stuff, sharing other people's experiences. So what I am saying is like, I didn't invent this. (laughs) I'm just a proponent of it, so like, if it's, it's worth saying, it's worth listening to, it's worth exploring. Not everyone should have a prostate massage, though. There are people just before every anyone just goes, oh yeah, let's do this. There are, you know, there are certain, you know, later stages of prostate cancer. People who have hemorrhoids; they shouldn't do it. Anal fissures shouldn't do it. Any active, um, like an acute infection in the prostate shouldn't have a massage chronic disease is okay um someone with epididymitis i think that's how you say it i've only read it i've only read that word so i don't even know any infection down there you need to uh stay clear of until or at least be gentle with so uh you know Mm -hmm. so education is important knowing that it's something that you should look into like I, i really do think so I've put my, literally, I've put my life on the line here as far as work is concerned and everything. This is something that I've taken, I've now devoted my my, like full-time, it's not full-time hours yet,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: maybe it will be one day, but um, my income drops dropped. Like, I'm prepared to be poor for a bit whilst this works, because it's important to me.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well here we are we're at the end of the interview we're out of time and Mm -hmm. yeah it was fun it was a very interesting topic and i hope everybody enjoyed uh hearing a little bit about something that might come as uncomfortable but you know it comes with a lot of truth and and uh, realness
1: thanks roger i never thought i'd do this but we did
0: well done this podcast is expansion cast thank you for listening